Hey, 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 welcome back to Dan's Miscellaneous Ramblings, episode 339. Um, wow, I just realized that I the last episode I posted, I did it without the necessary links in the description. I am feeling very sad. But whatever, I will fix that right after. Anyway, welcome to the letter case episode. There's a lot planned here. Uh, not a ton of time because I have a whole bunch of work to get done, but I'm procrastinating because that's, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD and also probably many other wonderful, really just things going on with my psyche. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna breeze past that. Like, wait, I got some, apparently, uh, my my mom thinks I have autism, like very mild. So I don't know. I'll talk to my counselor about it. But whatever. We're we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about letter case. So letter case is the distinction between the letters that are in uppercase or capitals. Or more formally, a majuscule, which is a way better name, and small or lowercase, or more formally minuscule. In the written languages, representation of certain languages. So the writing systems that distinguish between them have two parallel sets of letters, one letter in each set having the equivalent in the other set. For example, a lowercase a and a capital A, or an uppercase A, um, or majuscule A and minuscule A, which is so much better. I love that. Um, <laughs> the two case variants are alternative representations of the same letter. They have the same name and pronunciation and are treated identically when sorted in alphabetical order. Letter case is generally applied in a mixed case fashion, with both both uppercase and lowercase letters appearing in a given text for legibility. The choice of case is often prescribed by a grammar of a language or by the conventions of a particular discipline. In orthography, the uppercase is primarily reserved for special purposes, such as the first letter of a sentence of a, or of a proper noun, called capitalization or capitalized words, which makes the lowercase a more common variant in regular text. In some contexts, it's conventional to use only one only. Only one only? Well, thanks, me. For example, engineering design drawings are typically labeled entirely in uppercase letters, which are easily easier to distinguish individually than the lowercase when space restrictions require that the lettering be very small. In mathematics, on the other hand, lettercase may indicate the relationship between mathematical objects, with uppercase letters rep representing superior objects. For example, capital X could be a mathematical set containing the generic member X, but like lowercase. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Um, so the terms uppercase or and lowercase may be written as two consecutive words or connected with a hyphen or as a single word. You can do whatever you want. Um, these terms originated from the common layouts of the shallow drawer, drawers called type cases used to hold the movable type for letterpress printing. Traditionally, the capital letters were stored in a separate shallow tray or case that was located above the case that held the small letters. The majuscule uh, for paleographers, oh my god, is technically any script which has very few or very short ascenders and descenders, or none at all. Um, so, uh, it just became a pretty good uh, thing for what more commonly is referred to as the uppercase letters. Minuscule refers to the lowercase letters. The word is often spelled minuscule. Oh, it's uh, minuscule is M-I-N-U. Whereas the regular word minuscule is M-I-N-I, -I, uh, because mini 
uh, for like miniature and stuff, which is actually unrelated, apparently. Um, it's traditionally been regarded as a spelling mistake, but it's now so common that some dic- dictionaries tend to accept it as a non-standard or variant spelling. Huh. That's pretty sick. Okay. Um, anyway. So there's the glyphs of lowercase letters can represent smaller forms of the uppercase glyphs. Um, like the uppercase C, lowercase C, all that sort of stuff. And then there's a comparison of all the different ones, but I'm not saying that for a podcast because that's really stupid. I'm not just going to list all the letters. I already did that in the alphabetical ordering episode. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to, we're just going to keep going. So a minority of writing systems use two separate cases. Such writing systems are called bicameral scripts, languages that use the Latin, Cyrillic, Greek, Coptic, Armenian, Adlem, Warong City, Cherokee, Gare, Zagawa, and Osage scripts used letter cases in the written form as an aid to clarify. Another bicameral script, which is not used for any modern languages, is Deseret. The Georgian alphabet has several variants, and there were attempts to use them as different cases, but the modern written Georgian language does not distinguish case. All other writing systems make no distinction between majuscules and minuscules, which is called unicameral script or unicase. This includes most syllabic uh, and also non-alphabetic scripts. So like wingdings, for example, I believe is one of these. Um, Yeah. And obviously things like acronyms mess things up. There's an entire paragraph on capitalization, but I think I'm not going to just tell you the rules for capitalization because I think you know this. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, a someone listening to my podcast like 3,000 years from now when all the grammar rules have changed might not know. So I'm going to do that. Capitalization, you know, first letter in uppercase and the remaining letters in lowercase. Mo- uh, most modern languages have it, have it. First word of every sentence is capitalized, as are all proper nouns. Um, other words normally start with the lowercase letters, but sometimes further ap- capitalization can add emphasis, for example, in headings and publication titles. Um, and some traditional forms of poetry have it used as marker to begin indicate the beginning with a line of verse. Uh, so, yeah, that's just kind of kind of funky. Um, other things like uh, German has all nouns being capitalized which was apparently previously common in English as well, mainly in the 17th and 18th centuries. While in Romance and other and most other European languages, the names of the days of the week, names of months, and the adjectives of nationality, religion, and so on begin with a lowercase letter. On, other hand, uh, on the other hand, in some languages, it is customary to capitalize formal polite pronouns. For example, D and Dem of Danish and Z and Innen of German, or Vid or Ud used in Short for Ust- or sorry, uh, oh god, I know the Ud is short short for usted in Spanish. I don't know about the VD. I don't speak Spanish. Informal communication such as texting, instant messaging, or a handwritten sticky note may not fo- bother to follow the conventions concerning capitalization, but that's because users don't expect it to be ho- formal. There's an entire section on exceptional letters and diagraphs, which is something that interests me. The German letter, uh, oh, most people would not know how to pronounce this if you don't speak a lick of German, but uh, it's called an asset. It makes a really sharp s- sound. Like, oh my god. My cat w- is sleeping on my bed, and she just got up. But she's been, like, sleeping on my paperwork, because I went to the doctor this morning, 
because I got a flu shot and I needed, uh, let's not worry about it. Don't worry about it. But anyway, uh, the, my papers that I got, it's like my visit summary are sitting on my bed and she just was laying on them. And now she just got up, stepped on them more and then laid down next to them and then got up again. And now she's, I don't even know what she, she's biting my bed. I don't, <sighs> we're just going to ignore her. The orthographical, or orthographical capitalization doesn't concern asset, um, which again makes the sound the sh- a sharp S, which generally does not occur at the beginning of a word. And in the all cap style, it is traditionally replaced by the diagraph, just two capital S's. And since June 2017, though, there's a capital, uh, which is the letter beta, which is uh, accepted as an alternative in the all cap style. The Greek uppercase letters, uh, uh, oh my god, I almost said, wow, my brain is out right now. It's sigma, jeez. I was going to say Sigma, and then I'm like, no, it's not Sigma, and then I realized, no, it is Sigma. Oh, my God. Um, I just realized how awful some of these things are going to be to to say. Oh, well. I love how it just says, the treatment of the Greek iota subscript at the uppercase letters is complicated, and then it just leaves it as that. And the Hawaiian orthography? Okay, you know what? Yeah. I'm done with exceptional letters and diagraphs. We're we're going to look at... I'm going to get away from related phenomena all the way to stylistic or specialized usage, because that sounds like the sort of thing that I want to read. We've talked about sentence case, but there's some other, there's some other rules. Title case is where you, instead of just having the first letter of the sentence, as well as proper nouns capitalized, you have everything capitalized except... Uh, certain subsets like articles, short propositions, and conjunctions. So in the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, all of them are capitalized except over and the, which I don't, I feel like over would be capitalized, but also it looks much nicer with over not capitalized. So that makes sense, I guess. Start case just has every first letter capitalized, which is a uh, important thing in text processing. All caps is just all caps. Will you stop? I swear to God, mothball. Yeah, don't act all in. Oh my God. Sharp as a marble, that one is. Small caps is. Uh, there's a feature of certain fonts, such as Copper Plate Gothic, um, which is capital letters, but the roughly the size of a lowercase x. Um, so they're they're just capital letters, but short. Uh, all lowercase is just all lowercase. And then there's a chart of like all the different sentence cases, including German style, where all where just the noun, nouns and the first word are capitalized. But anyway, a bunch of rules for headings and publication titles that I've frankly done enough of in school and I do not want to read. Multi-word proper nouns, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about programming language. That's what I want to talk about. I don't care about the metric system. We're going to programming language. So we're going to skip that entire first sentence because, or that entire first paragraph because I just don't feel like reading it. Camel case. Camel case is just where spaces and punctuation are removed and the first letter of every word is capitalized. This includes the first letter of the word, word such as uh, PowerPoint, where the power and point both have the P capitalized. 
um, or camel case is just camel and case are both capitalized. Um, the case is sometimes called upper camel case, uh, Pascal case, or in reference to the Pascal programming language or bumpy case. When the first letter of the word is lowercase though, like iPod or eBay, the case is known as lower camel case or dromedary case. The format has become popular in the branding of information technology, with the I meaning internet or intelligent, such as an iPod, E meaning electronic, such as email or e-commerce. Snake case. Snake case is one of my favorite cases. I don't know why. It's just where you remove punctuation and spaces and you replace them all with single underscores. Um, normally, the letters share the same case. Uh, such as all capital or all lowercase, but the case can be mixed, such as in OCaml modules. The style can also be called pothole case, especially in Python programming, where the convention is often used for naming variables. Illustratively, it can be rendered as snake underscore case or pothole underscore case, while in all uppercase, it can be referred to as screaming snake case, which is kind of funny, or hazard case. Kebab case is the same thing as snake case, but instead of underscores, these hyphens, known also as spinal case, param case, lisp case, in, re in reference to the lisp pro programming language, dash case, or what illustratively as kebab hyphen case. If every word's capitalized, it's known as train case, which is kind of fun. Uh, and which is where in, in CSS, all property names and most keyword values are primarily formatted in this case. And finally, studly caps is where it's mixed case with no seman semantic or syntactic significance to the use of the capitals. So random letters are capitalized. Sometimes all the vowels are uppercase, other times uh, upper and lowercase are alternated, but often is simply random. The name comes from the sarcastic or ironic implication that it was used in an attempt to write by the writer to convey their own coolness. It is also used to mock the violation of the English standard case conventions by marketers in the name of computer software packages, even, though, even when there's no technical requirement to do so, such as Sun Microsystems renaming of the windowing system NEWS, but it's N, capital N, lowercase e, capital WS. Uh, the illustrative naming of the style, naturally, is random where you just, you write studly caps just with the letters uppercase and lowercase randomly. Yeah. Then there's some stuff on case folding and word processing that I don't feel like reading. A massive history section that I also don't feel like reading. I'm gonna be real. Um, but it is kind of interesting to see the evolution of, like, Trojan case to, or Trojan font to, like, Times font. That's kind of fun. But anyway. Yeah. So... That's a lot of what's going on with type cases there. Like, there's more to talk about, but frankly, I don't want to. And we've hit the 15-minute mark, so we're going to see if... I'm going to look for lowercase jokes. I was originally going to call this the lowercase episode, and then, like, write the entire episode title as a lowercase. It was going to be so fun, but unfortunately, no. That's just not what I did, because lettercase is just better. Um, I wrote lowercase episode into the search bar instead of lowercase jokes. I am... Okay. 24 best lowercase jokes. I just realized that these are probably going to be impossible to say on a podcast, but it's fine. Oh, nope. They're not. Why did Stalin only write in lowercase? Because he hated capitalism. 
Yeah, that's good enough for me. Um, anyway, it's time to go on to the song that's been in my mind all episode. And the song that's been in my mind all episode has got to be... Hmm, this is a tough one. I'm going to say Most Girls by Clementine Duo. Specifically the acoustic version, because it slaps. Anyway, hope you all have a wonderful day. Join the Discord. Join, give me money. Listen to me on Podbean, where you can join the live show. That sort of stuff. Hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will catch you all next time. Goodbye!